Can you name a city that hosted a game at the 2002 World Cup? Should we say Tokyo? Out straight away. Whoa! What? Oh, what are the greatest answers of all time? OTB AM. Live, weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Stem after the Euros. After my first day's training on the driving home, I was actually thinking, regretting it, what have I done? Like I walked into a circus. It's amazing, isn't it? Phil Egan, how are you getting on? Very well, how are you doing, lads? Yeah, all good, all good. Uh, it's been a fairly busy transfer market so far for a lot of players. Are you enjoying it? Any, any deals that stick out so far to you? Um, I have to say, I'm probably not enjoying, like, the... There's far too much speculation because people know if they put stories out there, they'll get traffic on, online. So some of it, you, you know that you shouldn't believe it. But saying that, I remember when the reports of Mane to Bayern Munich uh, surfaced a few months ago, I thought... And he's not going to go to Bayern Munich, and he went to Bayern Munich. So. There's, a, there's a story there that uh, coffee for Cork City has been linked to Go United, and Graham Cummins put it forward in the Examiner that it was essentially a ploy by the agent. And I was like, in the League of Ireland First Division, you've applied with the agent in order to work, in order to get a better contract. So it seeped that much into the game, which is like yeah, completely absolutely. Bad. But like players will, or their their agents will, obviously happy enough for them to be linked with certain clubs I think United are obviously such a massive club that you often see players linked with them but then there was never actually a deal in place but mm. it looks good on the on the rumour mill if you've if been linked with a club of that stature So Manchester United are on the verge of signing Frankie de Jong and Tyrell Malaysia uh, regarding the latter fullback, is that a good deal? Yeah he's good I, I would have covered Feyenoord a good bit in the Conference League last season they're very unlucky not to win it obviously they got Mourinho in the in the final but they played very quick attacking football and Malasia was key to that you know he he's a bundle of energy going up the left hand side and yeah definitely would be an addition to a welcomed addition to the United squad and I remember sitting in this studio a few years ago and we talked about Luke Shaw was going through probably his best spell as a Manchester United player but I always felt that for United to become a title contender, they need better than Luke Shaw. They need an all-energy fullback. They need two all-energy fullbacks that are comfortable in possession, that can go for 90 minutes. Luke Shaw doesn't do that. But I think what we're going to see differently this season as well is the fact that there's five subs, that players are being linked with moves. and You know, you look at them and you think, how are they going to fit into the team but they don't have to fit into the first 11 as much as they would have had to because there's going to be so many changes now that you could be making a triple substitution with half an hour to go you could I mean we saw it actually before when there was five substitutes didn't Solskjaer make five substitutes at once towards the end of the the season that came back after the pandemic so it's um, it's going to be part and parcel of the, the Premier League obviously it's been on the continent and Liverpool used it a few times in the Champions League as well I think back to that game at the San Siro against Inter where Klopp made a triple substitution so everyone's going to have to have bigger squads and players that you know you've been talking about rugby a lot on the the show this morning but you think back to what Eddie Jones used to say about his, his bench like his finishers where sometimes you're finishing with a stronger team than you start and you know that could be the case for for Premier League clubs next season 
So next up, uh, Gabriel Jesus uh, to Arsenal has obviously been pretty much completed over the last couple of days. Uh, I think the general consensus is that this is a bit of a coup for Arsenal. Do you go along with that? Yeah, so Lacazette has obviously gone. I felt a couple of years ago Arsenal should have cashed in on Lacazette. He's obviously gone on a free, but Jesus is an upgrade, definitely. Um, you know, He's not going to bang in 30 goals a season. But I suppose what Arteta is trying to create is a Ford unit that can share the goals, and Jesus definitely can can play in any of those three positions. He could play in the right, he could play in the left, and obviously through the middle. And he hasn't played through the middle as much. He, you know, people kind of just felt that he would be a replacement for Aguero. He'd just step in when Aguero left Manchester City, but that wasn't the case. But yeah, no, he's definitely um, a player that would benefit as well from playing regular games. Uh, but Pep used him towards the end of the last season, so you know we obviously rated him, but um, it, it definitely would be an upgrade for for Arsenal. And only twenty five is it? Yeah, this is kind of almost the prime of his career. If um, yeah, absolutely, point to prove once he gets firing into the the Brazil World Cup squad as well. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what kind of formation Arteta goes for. Vieira is a player they signed from Porto. They have a few players like that where they could play in that position just off the, the striker. Obviously, Odegaard is the one that springs to mind, but um, Emil Smith-Rowe is there as well. But as I said, they're, they have European football as well, so they're going to have to chop and change. And I think, as I said, a lot of squads of those big six, they're all going to have to have big, deep squads it's, I find it's going to be a strange season in that with the five, but also the break for the World Cup. It's almost like mm. two parts of the season. So just try and manage it up until the World Cup and then reload for the second part. And you probably, if you're a club manager, you wouldn't be too sad if some of your players didn't make certain World Cup squads. Yeah, you talk about Jesus wanted to make the Brazil squad for the World Cup. Rafinha will be another man hoping to do so. Yeah. Arsenal, it looked like, were leading the race to sign Rafinha a couple of days ago, but Chelsea uh, appear to have gazumped them. Uh, like It's hard to make a case that Rafinha won't be a success wherever he goes, especially given his Premier League quality and what he's done with a struggling lead side. Yeah, absolutely. And I always had him in my thoughts as a potential Mo Salah replacement, obviously, it looks like Salah will leave next summer, I thought. But Rafinha, that money, Leeds can't turn down that money. Now, if Leeds are losing Rafinha and Calvin Phillips, it's all well and good getting money. But if they don't spend it wisely, then they're going to be in serious trouble. Rafinha is a, a quality operator. Um, you know, He's been linked with everyone, Liverpool, Barcelona. Look like Arsenal. Now it looks like Chelsea, but he'd be... Um, yeah, he'd be a really good signing for, for whoever gets him. Uh, a player that just excites you when he gets the ball, takes on players, and when he gets into the penalty area, he knows how to finish. So it'll be uh, a good signing for Chelsea if they can get it done. A couple of other things uh, to go through. Uh, there's been reports that Neymar has been told by Paris Saint-Germain that he is no longer wanted at the football club. Where should he go? Who's going to take him? See, this is the problem now where I think you could see more big moves from players going to rival clubs in the Premier League because the Spanish clubs aren't going to be able to get the, the players that they, they used to always. If Barca or Real Madrid came knocking, you were gone. But Premier League players, the, the money they're getting now, um, obviously the Premier League is so strong at the moment. So why would they would they go? Um, 
Barcelona. We don't know what the story is with them. So if that's the case, like what Premier League club is going to sign Neymar? Who can afford them? Who can afford his wages, the transfer fee? There's not many. Uh, and who like look at the top like would Pep Guardiola want Neymar? Absolutely not. Um Definitely not. No. Like he's the the there'd be a personality clash there, I think. Mm. Um and they don't need him, they've just got Holland. Mm. Yeah. I don't I don't think they need him. Um who else gets him? Okay. Like the only one the only ones that have the money. Okay, Chelsea. But Newcastle. Neymar at Newcastle he's, he's the most Newcastle signing where mm. it would but again do you expect actually Newcastle to like in terms of flexing their muscles this how much are they going to spend in the office? I think it's going to be a gradual phase at Newcastle where because Eddie Howe's not an idiot as well like no, you know they, they won't go with these kind of players straight away but there will be a they'll be in a position in a few years where they can do it and great for the game actually for yeah they're growing the game they're, they're growing the game, yeah. Graham uh, McDougall will be delighted with that. Yeah, and I know like we're going to talk about Nathan Collins. And he, Newcastle are one of the clubs that are linked to him. And if you're Nathan Collins, like if you go to Newcastle, you know that in a few years their like their trajectory is just going to keep going up. Uh, I, I, whatever people think about the, the Saudi ownership, I mean, we've seen the, the new jersey that they have is basically a Saudi Arabia jersey. And it's, you know... It sits uncomfortably with a lot of people, but footballers have a short space of time to achieve what they want in the game. And if they're getting huge money for it, they're not going to turn down. Like I mean, we're seeing it with the golfers. Like the footballers are going to be the same. Yeah, like Alex Murphy has left going. I signed for Newcastle as well, and it's. Uh it's it's so mad that like this Saudi takeover of Galway United which was going to happen a few years ago fell through in a mysterious circumstance fell through and then a few years later we're getting hundreds of thousands from from Saudi Arabia effectively you could be limbering <laughs> up for Champions League football this season but uh, but you missed out on it I just want like just to quickly touch on that Phil before we wrap this morning Nathan Collins where do you want to see him go the four clubs that he's been linked with are Newcastle Aston Villa Leeds and Leicester I'd be steering clear of Leeds um, I think Villa would be a good move for him in the fact that or, or Leicester like I, I could see him getting game time mm. I could see him I know uh, Villa signed Carlos from Sevilla but you know they had never really been convincing at the back with, with Konza and Tyrone Mings and I just think back to there was a game I watched with Villa last season I think it was Liverpool it was the Villa Park game towards the end of the season where you could audibly hear Gerard say to Mings and Conzi, you could hear him shout at them, no risks. So don't get caught on the ball because sometimes they might try and take the ball forward and they lose it and then they're out of position. It was almost like he looked at them and said, back to basics. So it was no surprise to see that he went into the transfer market. Nathan Collins, if he goes to Leicester, yeah, he might be playing in a three Brendan Rodgers often played a, a three at the back because they were just conceding goals and I think their their biggest problem last season was from set pieces so he would be a welcomed addition but yeah it, it does look like the, the move is going to happen for him look if he went to any of those clubs I can see him breaking into all four of the, the, the sides I know Newcastle are going to get the, they've got the Sven Botman deal mm. done which this is a guy that's moved to Lille and for, for little or no money 
from Ajax and then just because Lille won the, the league in, in France the, the asking fee went up considerably but be interested to see how he gets on because he was another player that had been linked with a few of the the other clubs in the Premier League but yeah, yeah it, it's Nathan Collins has to think what's the best move for him and I often, very interesting one there are lots of things considered three at the back are they a footballing team do they yeah, can see I, goals absolutely and I think it's not looked at enough for players just look at a club and they think yeah I'll go there where it's very important to look at the club of you know who's the manager what style of play do they have what formation are you going to get the best out even of even where do you want to live like it, it is a job that, do you want to live too, in London yeah. do you want to live somewhere you know yeah yeah Phil good stuff Thanks, lads. that's dealer no deal I signed for them after the Euros and after my first day's training I was driving home I was actually thinking regretting it what have I done I was like I walked into a circus it's amazing isn't it 